We're joined today in our interview, wrapping up uh, the show, by New Africa Development CEO Yapi Fanikek. And uh, he is uh, discussing some good news. It's a very difficult time, as I mentioned, and scarcity also does provide and uh, really exacerbate the issue of uh, goodwill. And Yapi is here to give us uh, some good news when it comes to that aspect and providing relief for the most vulnerable in our society. Yapi, good morning and thank you for joining us. How are you? Good morning, uh, Vasandana. Uh, very well in these circumstances. Um, mm. Good to be here, guys. Can you tell us about your organization? I just want to give some context towards the lovely and the amazing work that you're doing as and why you, you, you found that this was needed in our society. Our company, uh, New Africa Developments, um, have three legs uh, of investments. Uh, the major investments is the shopping centers, and then we also in, uh, invested in the production of food and in tourism. Um, as far as the uh, shopping centers are concerned, um, we've been doing it for 35 years, and uh, we've developed uh, and, and own and built shopping centers in, in all the previously uh, disadvantaged areas. And um, I grew up in a little town uh, in Bishbuck Ridge, uh, in Pumalanga, and we have a shopping center in, in, in the coast of Bishbuck Ridge, five kilometers from there, in a place called Dwarslip. Um, and it's very close to my heart, and we've, I feel the the uh, need of the people, I feel the, the pain of the people, and so many people have been laid off. And uh, we just felt, look, even though our company are suffering and we're not getting our income and our rentals that we are getting, there are more important things mm. in that community. It's our decision to, to assist the, uh, the, the, the very proud of the community, you know, the old people and, uh, mm. and, uh, paraplegic people. And we go them, um, you know, Sasa guys and give them a break. Mm-hmm. Uh, each one a break for free. Um, and, and I just felt that it was important and that more people will, in these times, uh, dig in their pockets and, mm. and, 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 and do it for the clients. Yeah, and I think that's fantastic, really. There's that, uh, we call it, what do we usually call it, uh, these kind of exercises, CI projects, um, when we were in different times. A lot of businesses, as you've mentioned, really cannot sell their products, so they look to valuing their customers a bit more. W- would you say this is a perhaps good world-building exercise, Yapi, that may in fact uh, have uh, produced brand loyalty and later down the line, those uh, customers uh, who are loyal and who have been assisted will in turn be able to assist because we have heard that uh, during a crisis, one of the things that is needed is people who are spending because we, we won't exactly be able to lift the economy without any type of spending. 100%. Look, the the world works, works like this. You know, you do a good deed today and it will come back to you. And that's just the way life works. Um, that's the way friendship works. It's nothing different to what we've done. Mm. In Dwarsford, we, we know the old and, and, and look, we would have loved to help every single person in this country. Yeah. But unfortunately, it's just, it just, you can't. Yeah. But where we can help is where we invest. And yes, we take money out of that community. Mm. Now it's the time to give back, although we don't get, it's, it's a long-term thing. It's not just a, a month or two or three or six months. Uh, it's not a day.
day and night match, you know, it's, it's a matchless. <laughs> I love that. And what, what, there's a lot of perceptions about malls developments and how they affect the ecosystem around them. Some people will talk about uh, uh, employment factors and those kind of things. What would you say uh, before uh, the 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 lockdown itself was the sentiment by uh, the communities around Dwarslup uh, with the mall developments around it. What would you say the sentiment was there before, and what is it? How is it at the moment? What has the case study been? Look, I've been doing this for thirty five years. As I said, you know, I grew up in Bishop Ridge. Um, you know, we if, if you talk white and black in those years in the early seventies, you know. Yeah. There weren't white people really living there. So you know, most of my friends were black. And, and I understand and I understand the culture and understand the language and I understand everything. Now, the biggest the biggest restoration that one needs to do in this country, and we have fortunately contributed tremendously, and that is, is the restoration of dignity in these communities. And by, and by having a, a shopping center and a mall, um, and, and it's not... It is a high-class mall. It is a mall which can stand in in Johannesburg and and, and Cape Town and Bloemfontein any given day. It is. It, it is no. There's no uh, lesser specification or look or architecture that is in this mall, or for that matter, the participating uh, tenants. And that restores dignity in that community. It is surely the right for the residents to shop. Inconvenience and, and if I can put it this way, luxury in, in, in their terms, close to where they live. Um, instead of getting in a taxi, spend 35, yeah. 40 rand to, yeah. to, to drive 50 kilometers to get to, a, to, to go, just to go and do your shopping. That very people that is, don't have the 35 rand, you know, to 40 rand to get into a taxi, you know, it is their right to, everyone's right to, to, to walk or to mm. get to a shopping center to buy the necessary goods as close as possible. We, um, just when this lockdown started, you know, we were, um, one of the prescriptions by government was that we had to remove all our seating in the common areas. In other words, in our food courts, we had mm. to remove all the tables and chairs and so on. What I immediately did, and I told, uh, instruct all my staff at all our shopping centers, put the, tab- the, the tables away, but take the chairs mm. and line them up uh, respecting the social distancing in, in front of the uh, all the supermarkets, because mm-hmm. people come there and and they stand for hours in the queue, and <laughs> I don't know if you you know none of us want to stand more than half an hour. You know you started getting lightheaded, especially when you're hungry. So we put all mm-hmm. the chairs in, uh, in 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 rows so people can at least sit down and 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 uh, you know in comfort. You know, again, you know trying to. Look at the people's dignity, the comfort, and give service, you know, to our mm. to our clients. We were the first company to have done it, and um, unfortunately, uh, you know, the rest of our rest of our uh, other shopping centres owners started to do that as well. And um, it is just, you know, look after your clients then yeah. uh, in, in, in this terrible times we're going through. And some of those people that you've assisted are Sasa members. Um, can you tell us a bit more about? Uh, the people who've benefited for the, from the amazing bread initiative and a bit more detail around how it works. Um, I think there are, there is that aspect of wanting to do something good, but also making sure that uh, you don't uh, unintentionally cause harm to those who you are helping and even yourselves. 
that always the biggest thing is when you give something away that there's no corruption. And that if you, if you spend 10 rand, you want 10 rand to value. Yeah, that 10 rand needs to get to the people that you want to give it to. Not seven, not three rand, and then seven rand gets taken up by administration and, and salaries and all that. You know? So what we've done, um, we went to all, uh, all our supermarkets in the mall, um, spa, boxer, you know, boxer belongs to pick and pay, and then uh, one of our local um, uh, supermarkets, A1 Fishery. So we went to them and said, listen, uh, gentlemen, we want to, on, on the Sasa payout days, we want to give five, we want to give a bread away to every customer that comes into your store and buys food. Um, because they come with their cards and they redeem their cards in the supermarkets. So we, so the supermarkets, when they come to the door and they have their Sasa card, they get a bread for free. Mm. And, uh, and, and that is the, the best way we could get in a, in a, in a legal and yeah. in a, um, uh, most efficient way to get the bread to those people we intend to give it to. Mm. What would your advice be to other mall managers? Um, for me, when I look at a mall, for example, knowing that uh, businesses are actually not able to to make money, which means that they're going to fall behind on rent, it's devastating. And I can't imagine the the, the discussions that are going on in mall managers' heads uh, about how to help, how to assist. And you've really reached out um, to your various businesses and kudos to you and New Africa Developments. But what would your advice be during this difficult time to other mall managers? Property is not a day and night game. It's a long-term investment. In these difficult times, invest in your clients. Make it treat them with dignity. Help those that need the food the most, wherever you can. Even if it is making space available for people to sell masks, hand sanitizer. Make space available. You know, when I'm talking about local people. Make space available for the the uh, government and other welfare organizations that want to provide uh, free food and, and parcels to the people. Um, you know, be creative in your, in your thinking. Talk to your people. Talk to your clients. You know, people just want good news. You know, we, you open, you open your, your News 24, you open anything. It's just bad news. It's just you know, it's not good news. Mm. Give the people hope. Give them assistance. Treat them with dignity. Um, if you can afford it, you know, put, uh, uh, put bread in it, tummies, mm-hmm. or whatever it is, you know, just give back it. it it's not a lot of money. You know, cut your, cut your own expenses and, and, and give back in, invest in your, in, 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 in your clients. Mm-hmm. That it will, you will be rewarded many, many, many more times in the future than, than just, uh, uh this short term, couple of hundreds of thousands of rand that, that mm. you want to keep yourself at the moment. And then lastly, you've been assisted in, in your work uh, and your collaboration with uh, various uh, uh, partners. Can you tell us about these partners? Who else would you like to work with? Um, and one of the, the, I think the biggest issues and contentious debates at the moment is uh, opening up the, the economy. Our people are really, really stressed at the moment. The numbers aren't looking good. We're looking at um, devastating unemployment rates at the moment as well. What would you say uh, to people who have you partnered with and what would you say to potential partners who may be able to assist? 
that first of all, um, you know, in the, be- in, in, in the beginning, we uh, I think uh, uh, President Ramaphosa did the right thing by by closing down and uh, preventing the spreading of the virus in order to 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 to, to prepare uh, for, a, for a possible mass breakout. However, there's a point that we have reached and we passed that point. You need to open up. We. The, the virus hasn't spread as much as we, I think, anticipated. Um, there are certain portions like Mutumalanga, which have very few cases. Um, open it up. Let people do the, go to work and do their business as usual because they are we laying off, the business people are laying off staff or paying 50% due to lack of income. And we can't do it soon enough. And a lot of these rules and regulations that, that was invented is absolutely, in my opinion, ridiculous. You know, mm-hmm. you can go into a store, into a clothing store in one of our malls, you're allowed to buy the shirt, but you're not allowed to buy the pants. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. You're in that store already. Mm-hmm. Why can't you buy the pants, but you're allowed to buy the T-shirt? And and I've personally been there, and... and um, you know, it's just those kind of rules. Open it up. Mm, get mm. some common sense here. Just healthy common sense. And, you know, open this up. Yeah, keep the social distancing, yes. Uh, uh, yeah. Hand sanitizing, yes. Keep that going. You know, that's the two pillars of the, the, the success in, in, in this whole thing. Yeah. Social distancing, keep that, yes. But you can't tell a guy he, he can buy a shirt, but he can't buy the pants. That's ridiculous. Mm. No, it's been an absolute pleasure, Yapi. And once again, thank you so much for the amazing work that you do. Uh, Yapi Fanikak is New Africa Development CEO, telling us about the Bread Initiative and how they are assisting those who are elderly and frail, um, and also Sasa members and shoppers in the various uh, in the mall specifically about uh, with regards to the COVID uh, nineteen global pandemic. Thank you for your time once again, Yapi. Thank you, Alexander, for the good work.